The Circle. Produced by Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. This is tribal sovereignty. It's our children's future. It's what our ancestors and our elders fought for. It's what we continue to fight for today so that our people may live. This is The Circle brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. I am Ray Roland along with Brandon Ekafee, our communications director. This week, we have our information and technologies officer, Les Kemp, stopping by to talk a little bit about our about our new text and phone reminder service. Also, we'll be talking more about the educational and training programs that we offer, such as Pathways to Healthcare Professionals and the other educational programs and scholarships that are available at the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board. And to wrap things up, we'll be going over different news and events coming up throughout the summer. And for those just tuning in or if you missed last week's show, we're bringing you weekly uh, uh, news and updates from the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and Oyate Health Center, giving the public an inside look as to how the health board operates and the type of care and services we provide throughout the Great Plains Tribal community. Uh, Last week, we mentioned that we want to hear from you, the people for which we serve. So please reach out to us with any questions or concerns that you might have that we can address here on the show. You can reach out to us on social media via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you can email me at raylan.roland at gptchb.org. That's spelled R-A-Y-L-I-N dot Roland, R-O-W-L-A-N-D at gptchb.org. Now, prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, one of the things that we didn't see a lot of in Indian country is the use of technology-based patient services. Uh, But since the pandemic, we've all kind of been forced to adapt in one way or another, especially when it comes to technology in our healthcare. Uh, We have a lot more relatives using technology to stay in contact with one another and their healthcare providers, be it through social media, our video services like Zoom and others. So Brandon, kind of tell us where Great Plains is at right now when it comes to the use of, of such services for their patients. Sure. The pandemic forced a lot of healthcare organizations to find innovative and improved ways to reach out to customers, or to reach out to patients, to reach out to stakeholders, to reach out to the general community. Um, and the health board, um, the, or I should say that actually the Oyate Health Center, um, via the, the health board, found a lot of innovative new options that are that were discovered and implemented during COVID and then now in full swing, you know, the, the important one or the biggest one, I guess we speak with uh, Les about shortly in, in a couple minutes is the texting service. Patients um, at the Oyate Health Center have the option to sign up for texting as he'll explain. Um, and we know that being able to remind, help patients, you know, be reminded of their appointments, um, of their checkups, all those things, you know, help to prevent waste, um, waste of resources, waste of um, time and effort, you know, it improves health for patients, um, staying up to date, you know, it's a busy world out there. Everyone gets caught up, especially during this time of year, a lot, a lot of summer ceremonies going on and it helps to be able to have our doctors or our providers to shoot a text over to our patients, you know, hey, you got an appointment coming up, hey, this is important, you need to be there and then have an option for patients to respond and get feedback and just kind of having a personal relationship with their healthcare organization, a more improved relationship with better communication is what the texting service is about. Um, 
after Les comes in, you know, we can answer some additional questions. But, you know, I think the conversation that you had with Les is, is going to highlight, you know, the strengths and capabilities of this, this new innovation. Yeah, this is something that we commonly see somewhere like at Monument Health or Avera or other specialty clinics uh, is the text and phone call reminder service, which we are currently uh, offering to all of our registered patients. So if you're a regi- uh, registered patient with Oyate Health Center, you can now receive text and phone call reminders for various appointments. Uh, so we did sit down, as Brandon said, with our information uh, technology director, Les Camp, and discussed in detail this new feature available at Oyate Health Center. We are here with Les Kempf. Uh, Les, tell our listeners uh, who you are and what your role is here at the Great Plains Travel Leaders Health Board. I'm the Director of Information Technology, and I oversee the IT department at the, the, the main health board office, our OHC, or Oyate Health Center, and our La Crosse uh, COVID location. Now we're talking about the brand new service that Oyate Health Center is rolling out, which is the phone and text reminder service. So kind of tell us a little bit of the details about that service. Uh, it's an automated system that will give either a phone call reminder or a text reminder sent to the patient two days prior to any appointment they have. And it's something that a patient does um, need to enroll in. And uh, it will give a, kind of a detailed message um, so, Similar to uh, you have an appointment with uh, Dr. Harlow at 10 a.m. at the Oyate Health Center on such and such a date would be a, an example. Now, as far as this kind of service, it's, it's really something that is innovative here uh, when it comes to tribal health and community health. So give us kind of an idea of who can use the service. Do they have to be a, a registered patient? to be able to use the service? Yes, the patient will need to be enrolled before a phone or text reminder can be sent out to them. And once they are enrolled or have a a chart established at Oyate Health Center, um, the patient can opt in for either a phone or a text reminder, and that can be changed whenever the patient likes. If they don't want a phone call reminder, they can change it to a text reminder at at any time they'd like. Now, for the texting part of it, does it have to be an Apple device, Android? What kind of device will they need to use this? Nope. Um, As long as you have a phone, um, you will have to have a cell phone if you want text reminders, of course. But as long as you have a landline, you can get phone reminders set up. All right. So it's not like you can access their specific health information. It's more geared towards the texting and, and phone call reminders. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. There's no PII or PHI divulged in either the phone call or the text reminder. Now, will there be anything additionally added to the service later on down the road, or do you have any other sort of uh, services like this that will be coming out in the future? Um, Right now, this doesn't include um, dental appointments. That's a, a separate system, but we are working on getting that implemented as well so that patients seen at the dental clinic will also get these you know, or be able to get the phone or text reminders. Now, will patients be able to correspond with their provider in that way, or is it just limited to the text and phone call reminders? You can't correspond with the provider directly through these. It's just an automated system that we have set up that will send out these phone and text reminders. All right, so when can patients start using this service? 
Um, it's already in place. So um, we do have a direct number set up for the patients, which is 605-519-5606, that a patient, if they've already been registered at Oyate, can call in at any time to opt in for phone or text reminders or update your cell phone or landline phone number. All right, so if a patient is needing assistance, either updating or, or setting up um, the reminder service, who should they call or who should they contact uh, to get enrolled or to have, uh, you know, if they have any questions regarding the service? They should be able to call our main number, the 355-2500, and speak with patient registration, and they'll be able to get into the system and update a phone number or change from phone to text reminders as well. Now, are there any additional um, features when we go to use the, the service for the first time? We did add into the phone and text reminders an option so that a patient can um, confirm, cancel, or reschedule through the text or the phone call. All right. Well, I thank you very much, Les, for coming and talking to us today and kind of explaining us to us this new feature, the text and phone call reminder service. If you are a current registered patient at the Oyate Health Center and you'd like to see, receive text or phone call reminders, uh, contact the Oyate Health Center registration at 605-519-5606. Again, uh, thank you, Les, our Information Technologies Director, and bringing us this update uh, for the Oyate Health Center and our new text and phone call reminder service. Amidst the COVID-19 outbreak, everyday life has changed and will continue to change for our tribal communities, often with little notice. If you or someone you know is dealing with a crisis or if you just need someone to talk to, our free 24-7 confidential crisis support text line is now available. Text UNKBATI to 741741. That's H-U-N-K-P-A-T-I to 741741. Don't wait until it's too late. Help and support is available 24-7. Brought to you by the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board so that the people may live. All right, so yeah, big things coming for our, our patients uh, of Oyate Health Center. Um, Brandon, kind of tell us a little bit about how this service came about. What was the need for it? You know, um, are there any other sort of technology-based services that you know that are headed our way? There are really two kind of motivating factors behind the implementation of the tech service. The first, again, is the community needs assessment that the Oyate House Center conducted when it first opened its doors in um, 2019. That community needs assessment said that, you know, it was sent out to the patients. The patients responded. Um, it was obvious that they wanted more behavioral health. Um, the Oyate Health Center and Health Board worked together to go from three providers to 18 providers on that in a matter of six months. Um, one of the bigger issues was just catching a ride. You know, how do you get to the, how do you keep your appointment when you don't have a vehicle? And the community said that, you know, a, a ride service would be very beneficial. So a ride service was also implemented that, that helps patients get to their appointments on time to and from um, to the facility. And then lastly, you know, technology was introduced to make the experience easier for patients. The texting service was one thing. And then the telehealth where we were allowed to um, reach out to our patients, you know, whether it be through Zoom or FaceTime, you know, some something like that, um, and meet allow patients to meet with their doctors to where they can get prescribed the meds they need, um, checkups, follow-ups, all those things that they would have had to normally do 
in person, the health board rushed to implement, or the Oyate Health Center worked to implement right away. And that, that helped to keep a lot of people safe. It helped to you know, prevent exposure, prevent the spread of COVID while still meeting the, the basic needs of patients. Now, now the Oyate Health Center has opened up the, the additional location on the north side of Rapid City that houses behavioral health, that houses testing um, for COVID, um, also houses the, the vaccine distribution and is going to be the main hub of um, for behavioral health for the Oyate Health Center. Um, I think next week uh, the show is going to meet with um, Gene Popcorn Tyon to talk about um, what is happening there, all the exciting things, the, the mental health initiatives, the anti-suicide work that they're doing over there. Um, also, you know, I think that they're looking to establish you know, a sweat lodge for the for the staff here at the health board. Um, I think a, a lot of times that we forget that the providers also go through a lot of stresses and traumas, you know, navigating a pandemic, navigating um, an environment where mental health needs are abundant. And, and I think that's going to be really beneficial to the productivity, really beneficial to kind of the well-being of our staff. And, but, you know, I, I'm sure you're going to get into that conversation with him yeah. at behavior, with behavioral health. Yeah, next and week. in touching on some of those services that you offer, like the ride service specifically, how does one go about utilizing that service right now? You can call, patients can call up to the Oyate Health Center um, and at 605-355-2500 and speak with a, a staff member up there who can get them lined up with a ride should they need a should they need one to their appointment. So again, at 605-355-2500, um, people who use the Oyate Health Center for their services in Pennington County and Rapid City area, if they need a ride, they need a ride home, um, just give us a call. Um, we'll get you lined up with one of our drivers, and, and we'll make sure that you make your appointment. And then, uh, is telehealth still available as well right now? I know a lot of the more you know clinics are opening up, um, but is telehealth still available for those who request it? Sure. There's a number of our patients who are um, still uncomfortable, you know, being out in public. We all are aware that COVID is still present. There's variants. Um, not everybody's vaccinated in our part of the part of the country, and so. For those patients who don't want to come in and, and potentially expose themselves to uh, COVID or, or, you know, who don't have a ride or who are immobile, you, you can line up a telehealth visit with your provider through the healthcare, through the Oyate Health Center. Great. So, yeah, um, we got the tech service, the ride service, and the telehealth uh, service all available through Oyate Health Center. So if you are interested in knowing more about those, those services, get a hold of the Oyate Health Center and they'll, they'll be able to get you all the information regarding those programs. And now, um, kind of segueing into um, nurses, you know, again, nurses were at the forefront of the pandemic, and we want to try to bring more healthcare providers to Indian country and, and the rest of the tribes that we service throughout the Great Plains. So one of the things that we want to get into this week and something I was surprised to know about was the various education and training services that are offered here, specifically Pathways to Healthcare Professionals currently funded by the Health Professions Opportunity Grant. And so it's well known that the Great Plains region faces a critical shortage of workers in many healthcare professions. So Pathways program seeks to fill these positions by providing uh, educational assistance and training to low-income individuals. So tell, tell the listeners a little bit more about Pathways 
and the other various education opportunities currently being offered here. Yeah, Pathways to Healthcare Professions grant was one of the more successful educational endeavors that the health board um, was able to to manage um, over the last several years. Again, it is one of the grants that the health board managed. Um, and unfortunately, um, it's coming to an end. This is its final cycle. And the, the state of South Dakota is actually going to um, be managing this program statewide. Um, it had been a, an opportunity for the health board to, to, to get in on a grant, and they did. And we've seen all kinds of success with it. You know, we, we've managed to train, um, educate, and mentor dozens upon dozens of CNAs, um, of nurses. Um, they've, worked, they've, they've helped to, to pay for um, testing for nurses, trainings that they needed for new nurses. Um, and the reason behind it is that part of the health board's mission is to build capacity in our communities to provide public health, provide direct health, provide community health. And when we can create community members or provide community members with accessible educational opportunities that allows them to gain employment in health in the healthcare field that allows them to serve our community you know when there's grandmas and grandpas out there who who, who want to when they come for their health care they want to see people like them and people who can relate to them and this program ha has, has helped to up the number of community members or number of, of tribal citizens working in the healthcare field and and that was um, it was highly successful it was managed by Jerry LeBeau um, and you know it's just one of 27 different grants that the health board manages that do similar things whether it be providing education um, whether it be doing public education you know educating people about cancers or how to prevent cancer anti-suicide work just, it, it's just a, a perfect example of what the health board is capable of and the staff here of how dedicated they are and what they can achieve when, when they're allowed to do things like this. So the overall goal by providing these types of services is to not only provide more health care workers within the Great Plains tribal communities that we serve, but to also help Native people advance professionally. The reason we don't see, you know, made it, many Native American doctors and healthcare professionals is because a lot of our people are single mothers and fathers who have a lot to do, you know, throughout the day and have a lot of responsibilities, and the financial resources aren't always there. Uh, so these programs like Pathways can help alleviate some of the stress on our relatives so that they may be able to continue their education and provide for their families and help their community at the same time. Um, for more information on, you know, training and education programs that we do have here, you know, give us a call as well as go to our website at gptchb.org. So with the theme in mind of training and continuing education, we also wanted to mention some of the employment positions currently being offered at the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center. Uh, the first one up that we'll be getting to a, a little more next week is the Social Worker Licensed Counselor. The position will be responsible for providing professional clinical social work services to the Oyate Health Center patients. We'll work in close collaboration with physicians and other healthcare personnel in patient evaluation and treatment to further their understanding of significant social and emotional factors underlying the patient's health problem, along with various other duties. Um, also, the 
available at the Yate Health Center is the patient accounts receivable technician. Uh, this position will be responsible for providing accounting support to the Oyate Health Center business office, uh, maintaining accounts by reviewing documents to verify accounting uh, data as necessary, entering data into the systems along with various other duties as well. And the registered nurse position, there's uh, a RN position available currently. The position will be responsible for providing nursing uh, to patients, um, both outpatient and urgent care, uh, in collaboration with medical providers and other members of the care team. We'll monitor departmental flow to ensure quality care is provided in the highest quality nursing care to the Oyate Health Center patients. Uh, so just to recap, um, these are just a few of the employment opportunities that are available for the from the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center. So to find out more on these positions and others, go to gptchb.org, or you can email human resources at hr at gptchb.org. That's hr at gptchb.org. All right, so yesterday was also the, the summer solstice. It's getting warmer. Powers are starting back up, and I'm sure there are a lot of events and gatherings happening around the Great Plains. And with that in mind, we'd like to remind our relatives that COVID-19 is still an active threat. So we encourage you to continue to practice social distancing, wear a mask when at all possible, and get vaccinated. Our only real way to combat this virus is vaccination. So talk to your doctor or come into the Oyate Health Center at the 725 North La Crosse Street here in Rapid City or any local vaccination center near you. Um, now, a couple different things happening in and around Indian country and the Black Hills. Uh, we had a teen center op open up. We also want to touch on some of those types of things like that. So if there is different events like that are happening in the community. Reach out to us. Uh, the, this past weekend, the Darren White Eagle Center had opened on Saturday. Uh, the center is named after Darren White Eagle, a local community leader who worked to bring traditional song and dance to their uh, to the youth and their families as a means to inspire connection, which uh, brings culture back into the, the forefront of our, our local families and, and setting a path for a, a good, you know, a good road for all. The, the Darren White Eagle Center will provide a place for our youth and families to experience connection, culture, um, various, you know, provide various resources and services. And the, the center will continue to focus on Darren's work with song and dance, providing art and cultural teachings, and also, again, events, ceremonies, educational support, and also cooking. And I see where you, you were able to sit down and kind of talk to a few of the folks who uh, were involved in, in putting that together. So give us kind of an idea how we got involved in, in some of the background into the Darren White Eagle Teen Center. The health board you know, was very appreciative of the work that went into the creation of this, of this teen center in Rapid City. Um, for those people who live in Rapid City and those who frequent it on the weekends, there isn't a whole lot of positive places for Native youth to access resources. Um, Eric Brings White has his um, his office there in, in the mall. Um, it's a separate entity that, that provides plenty of services for teens in, the, in Rapid City. But with the number of youth in our community who, who need places to go, who need mentoring, who need access to counseling, who need access to traditional activities, whether it be a sweat lodge or you know, modern traditions like three-on-three -three basketball or even just a place to go 
hang out and get away from sometimes the struggles they see in their home or the, they, they see in, in the schools in the school system it's it's just in a, a tremendous tremendous addition to the community here um, the work that went into the into the creation of that building from um, I guess it's the uh, the Wombly Ska Society is, is who opened it um, it's at the, the Woyaton Church there in Rapid City um, located at 522 Anamosa Street um, again it just opened its doors on, on Saturday June 19th at noon um, it looked like they had a pretty good turnout of people who were there um, Pastor Jonathan Oldhorse is, is the one who's overseeing that project along with um, other community organizations that, that contributed it um, Center for Disaster Philanthropy and in Collective uh, Rapid City Police Action League Painting County State's Attorney's Office um, Recovery Community of South Dakota, South Canyon Lutheran Church, Calvary Lutheran Church, and of course the, the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board um, all played, you know, small, um, some played small roles, some played large roles, but it was a community effort to support um, the Wayatan Church and the opening of this society, I mean the opening of this teen center, so our youth would have a place to go. Um, I think if we're, we're really going to start addressing community behavioral health and the needs that we have in our community, it can't just be from a clinical setting. You know, it has to be you know, grassroots efforts like this that have carved out a space for youth to, to just be themselves. Um, it's a challenge facing all of us and, and, and just again, the health board expresses their utmost gratitude for the efforts that went into the creation of, of this teen center. And for additional information on the Darren White Eagle Teen Center, contact Annie Lloyd at 602-999-2424. All right, one of the things that we'll be doing this summer is sponsoring an event at the annual Toby Classic Memorial Skateboard Competition. In August of 2002, the Eagle family of Pine Ridge, South Dakota, lost their son and their brother, Toby Eagle, in an um, alcohol-related car accident. Uh, Toby was an avid skater whose skills and passion for the sport was unbound, and losing him that 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 early was was a tragedy that has been felt for for a long time. Now, because of his love for skating, um, that kind of grew within the community. So that following year, they hosted a skateboarding event, which was which is now known as the Toby Classic. And in, in 2011, a skateboard park was named in his memory, the Toby Eagle Memorial Skateboard Park in Pine Ridge, South Dakota. So since then, the Toby Classic has you know produced more and more young people who have fallen in love with the sport, giving them something to look to every, every you know look forward to every year. Those competitions are crazy. You've been there, Brandon. You see how how crazy those things get. Um, so kind of talk about, you know, our role in that and what we want to bring to the Toby Classic this year. There's so many youth in, in Pine Ridge who do things other than play basketball. For so many years, the, the emphasis has always been on, you know, how, how do we support basketball tournaments? How do we, you know, support those athletes? And that work's still ongoing and, and has a lot of push behind it. But what we've known for a long time and, and what we've, we've come to understand is that there's a lot of youth out there who are in need of healthy activities, but don't play basketball. You know, some are artists, some are, are you know, play in musical instruments. Um, in the case of the Toby Eagle Bowl Classic, we have plenty of skaters. There's skaters all over Pine Ridge who, you know, who use that as their outlet, who use it to get away from difficult times, who use it to 
find those natural highs in life of, of achieving things and working towards goals. And the health board wants to support community activities like this that promote health, that promote wellness, that help our people advance beyond you know the, the normal everyday struggles that, that limit their wellness. And the Toby Classic is a perfect example of one of those events that helps youth to, to deal with their issues in a healthy way. Um, I know that a lot of the, the products, you know, a lot of things are given out down there, skateboards, helmets, shirts, you know, play, they play music, they feed the community, uh, they do public health education, the health board's taking advantage of this opportunity to help spread the word about what we do at the Oyate Health Center with our grant programs. And it's just a, it's just a way for the health board to help give back to the people. Uh, we're looking for more opportunities to introduce what the health board does to, to you know, Pine Ridge, Rosebud, Eagle Butte, Crow Creek, you know, go way out east, Winnebago, uh, Santee in Nebraska, you know, how can the health board find ways to support community events that are important to, to the people living there and also provide us with an opportunity to provide education about what we do, um, to show that we support people, that we support movements, healthy movements, and the skate comp is just the beginning of that. Um, we we sponsor booth, excuse me. We sponsor booth at the Black Hills Powwow, Lakota Nation Invitational. Uh, we do um, again, you know, like the the Teen Center in Rapid City. We, we we try to contribute where we can, whether it be with um, knowledgeable staff, sometimes resources, sometimes, um, you know, with the, you know, with the EOC. You know, sometimes we provide it water, um, things like that. You know, just small things to show the community that we're appreciative of what they're doing and that we're here to help support and move forward with, with improving wellness. Yeah, so that's Friday, August the 6th during the Oglala Nation Powwow and Rodeo in Pioneer, South Dakota. Uh, for more information on the event and how you can uh, support the event, contact the Eagle family at 301-910-0824. Uh, the skills that these kids have are ridiculous. So if you've never been down to the Toby Classic, we highly recommend that you check it out. You will not be disappointed. Yeah, we have lots of, you know, it's a good chance for the community to come and meet with, you know, me and you as well. You know, come to learn about the health board. We're going to have some material there, printed material, some stickers, stickers Everybody loves stickers. you know, things that, you know, we just want to help the community realize that, that we're not, that's, we're not the negative things that sometimes people associate with us. Um, right. we, we're all about improving wellness in the community, supporting community endeavors, uh, you know, making patient care more accessible and just kind of being that supportive institution that the communities need. Um, I think that's a role that, you know, an organization like ours um, and others are trying to fulfill just to show that, you know, our institutions are reflective of the people's needs and we want to be there to help them when they are in need. And next week we'll be uh, talking again, like you said, to the community uh, health and behavioral health people over there at La Crosse. Uh, we'll be sitting down with some of the folks over there and, and just kind of going over all the different various programs and services that they offer. And then we'll be talking uh, to folks also um, with the Connecting with Our Youth um, program, which is a values-based initiative to reduce the rate of suicide for na uh, young Native American youth in the Black Hills area. We'll be talking um, uh, with the Connecting with Our Youth Support Navigator program people, which they also aim to provide mentors, advocates, resource guides uh, for our American Indian youth. Um, so, we, yeah, we'll be doing that. Check that out. And once again, we want to hear from you, the people. 
Get us your questions or your concerns that you might have. We want the, the show to serve as a bridge between the, the, the health board and the community that we serve so that we can better communicate and inform the people of all the different services and programs like what we just talked about um, throughout the Great Plains. So there are lots of different resources out here. Get to us. Um, hit us up on social media, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Email me. Um, thank you very much for your time. For, so for the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and for myself, Brandon, thank you. Um, any closing words that you want to leave the people with? If you want an example of what 638 contracting and self-determination can do for a healthcare system, next week's show you don't want to miss. Again, the health board, the Health Center, reached out to community and said, hey, what, can, what do you need? What do you need to improve your health? Community um, overwhelmingly said, hey, we need more behavioral health. And for decades, there were three providers, three behavioral health providers serving the community up here when it was under the federal government system, under the 638 contracting process, under the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and Oliate Health Center. That number has gone from three to 18 in a matter of six to 10 months. And that was all done possible because of the tribe's decision to 638 the facility. And as you, and next week, when, when we come in with, with Jean Popcorn Tyon, um, Tosha Tuhart, um, some of the superstars that work in our behavioral health department who are working to address the needs of the community, you can hear all about the details. But, you know, without 638, you know, we'd be still be stuck with three providers. Now we have 18, and that's the way we want to go moving forward. So everyone have a good weekend. I look forward to hearing from you next week. This has been The Circle for the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board, Brandon Ekafee and myself. We thank you for your time. We'll see you right back here next week. And for Keeley Radio, the voice of the Lakota Nation. In 2018, the Yoyate Health Center conducted a community needs assessment to determine the health care wants and needs of the Native American community in Pennington County. Nearly 65% of tribal citizens in Rapid City wish to see an increase in behavioral health services. In the last year, the Health Board and the Yoyate Health Center have utilized the full power of 638 contracting to acquire more resources, caseworkers, providers, and even a new location at 725 North La Crosse Street in Rapid City. In all, the Great Plains Tribal Leaders Health Board and the Oyate Health Center secured grants totaling $7 million in funds geared toward the behavioral health expansion. For more information on behavioral health and the programs that we offer, contact the Oyate Health Center Behavioral Health at 605-718-5095. Or go to bhr.gptchb.org. That's bhr.gptchb.org.